Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 357 of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. A few weeks ago, I did an episode offering support and general advice for how to get through an interview with confidence, and I was recently informed that the friend who requested the episode did in fact receive an offer, which I think is very badass and exciting. And it's not my story to share, but the job includes lots and lots of travel, and I think that in itself is a great example of following the fear in the most inspiring and ultimately fulfilling and rewarding way. So congratulations, my friend. I'm really proud of you for showing up and getting the job. That's so dope. I will say, after I published that episode on interviews, I was thinking a lot about my own experiences, which of course sent me down a rabbit hole of all of my past rejections. As a comedian who has definitely dabbled in a bit of acting, I've experienced my fair share of rejection. And in turn, I have gotten pretty good at not taking it personally and recovering really quickly from any type of no or negative blow. And I think the skill of handling a rejection is incredibly important and it's really something we should all practice. And if I remember correctly, I do have a specific 
quote-unquote seek rejection episode that includes an exercise that can help you get more comfortable in hearing no by seeking it out more often. I highly encourage you to find that episode and listen to that if you do struggle with hearing the word no. But that said, being rejected and feeling rejected are two very different things. And sometimes not taking it personally is not really an option. Or it's just, I guess it's way easier said than done. I don't think it's not an option. (laughs) I find that my biggest struggle personally was never in hearing the no, as I said, because I have been dealt a lot of hard no's in my life. And luckily, I really am a confident believer that there are alternate routes that may hold more for me anyway right around the corner which is probably why I have a fear of commitment in the first place, but that is another day and another episode. Either way, at least from my experience, the no's aren't typically personal. There may have been someone that was a better fit for the job or the relationship or whatever, and like I said, I'm not really worried about myself finding other opportunities. This is a big, wide world, and we have so many options that we're not going to be able to see them all anyway, Sometimes a no is a nice push in another direction that we may not have known existed. That said, regardless of how comfortable that I have gotten with the idea of a hard and fast rejection, I do have to admit that I do struggle pretty hard when I'm forced to sit with most forms of personal criticism. The second that these notes feel personal, I do find myself getting a little defensive. Where a no could occur for a variety of reasons, criticisms typically only have one source, me. And there is no denying that it becomes a bit more personal when someone else is brave enough to call out when I can use a bit of improvement. So I have to work on catching myself every time that I receive a critique because my initial instinct will typically be to defend or deflect. And in analyzing this on my own, I'm realizing it could be for a lot of reasons. Maybe it's because I'm already hypercritical of myself, so I've really done the work already and experienced and recognized firsthand what my fuck-up was, and I was just hoping that nobody else would notice, so getting called on that bullshit feels like I have to sit through my own fuck-up twice or three times. Or it could just be the fact that taking a note is hard. Either way, just like the rejection thing, I do recognize the importance of getting comfortable with a critique. Getting called out will never not suck, of course, but getting called out is unavoidable and it doesn't have to be a painful experience if we don't make it one. Plus, if people are brave enough to offer us constructive criticism, and when I say constructive criticism, I mean not just negative, mean-spirited comments, but actual pointed notes on my work, this generally means that they respect me enough to know that I am, one, capable of growth, and two, capable of listening and taking a note. Criticism also proves that I am strong enough to be held accountable, and I show my internal growth like an adult. It proves that I am human and I am still learning, and... We can all improve no matter how amazing we get at something, so we have to expect that notes will come, especially if we want to be quote-unquote the best. So we should work first on reframing our perspective when it comes to hearing a critique. 
remind ourselves that it's not necessarily a bad thing, and if nothing else, it shows that we tried. Once we can reframe the ideas around it, we can better hear out the words that are being communicated to us, and we may just find out that we have a whole new perspective on how to approach the situation next time. That said, even if you get good at knowing why something is happening, it can still be difficult to actually bone up and sit through a constructive criticism in real time. Tomorrow, I'm going to share a more structured way to get through a personal critique and hopefully give a few tips for how to make that process feel a little more constructive and a little bit less painful. In the meantime, if you do happen to get a note from someone, take it on the chin and recognize that you only received it because you were brave enough to act. Criticism is typically indicative of action. So keep moving forward and focus on what makes you feel the most connected to that action and your inevitable growth from it because you're doing a great job even if someone else happened to notice where you can improve. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 